This is Double Exposure Show, co-hosted by Sophia Lemon and myself, Petro. Keep listening if you're a photographer, entrepreneur, or small business owner looking for actionable business and marketing advice and funny, off-topic rants. If you're not one of those, stop listening right now. Just kidding. Here we go. Why are you out of breath? That was that was hectic. <laughs> well, I went to hit record to start recording, and then you said stop. I don't know why you said stop, but then I thought it'd be a good idea to go pee before we started. So you use Adobe uh, Audition. Are you changing the subject? I'm telling you why I had said stop. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yes. <laughs> go I on. don't. I use Logic Pro. Um, yeah. Now I remember. I know how to use Audition. We use Audition together, but for mm-hmm. the reasons that are not necessary to discuss on here, I'm using Logic. And in Logic, by default, there's a little counter that goes one, two, three, four, based on your uh, yeah, the yeah, time signature, etc. <laughs> I accidentally turned mine on today oh. when I was editing our latest episode, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had a, a click track, a metronome, just going with the uh, with the entire podcast? We'd start like syncing our words with the metronome. We would. <laughs> so anyways, it was on by default and I went and had clicked the, the button to turn it off. Yeah, but yeah. for some reason it started playing. So I was like, ah, shit. Hmm? And we fixed it. It's all good. Well, anyway, so that was perfect because then I went pee. And then while I was going pee, the doorbell <laughs> rang. The dog started barking. And, of course, I delivery people, I don't – they ring the doorbell, they leave the package at the door, and they leave. So why are they ringing the doorbell? You, you Just leave there. the package. Well, okay, if they leave the package and you don't go outside the entire day, somebody could drive mm-hmm. by and pick it up. I know it's different for you, but trust me, it's <laughs> – Google um, videos yeah. of people stealing, um, like Amazon packages from people's doorsteps. Oh man! So I told you that I joined BNI. Mm-hmm. One of the guys in our BNI group is like a video security yeah. guy, and every time he does his infomercial, I'm like, damn it! I just, I just want to get him to install video cameras everywhere, <laughs> just so I can see everything that's going on. Like, <laughs> like that would be so cool. I know. <laughs> But anyway, half of my home is automated, so yeah, I bet it is. I can say, "Hey Siri, turn on the dining room lights, etc." You know, hey, don't do it right now, damn it. You know what? (laughs) I am learning how to use Oreo and Uh. (laughs) yeah. See, hi Siri. Um, Um, I am starting to learn how to use Siri a little bit better. Like. Rather than just using it for texting, if I'm driving and stuff, I'll be like, hey, Siri, what's the weather supposed to be like tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Or like, what what appointments do I have tomorrow? Like trying to use it as an actual um, digital assistant. Yeah. So. Well, people always criticize me for texting while driving, but I, I don't. Siri does for me. So, you know, bug off. Um, <laughs> you know what my biggest pet peeve is? Like, like one of the things. With Siri? Yeah, or? with Siri. It's not Siri's fault, though. It's other people who say Surrey. Just drives me up the wall. That's a place. <clears throat> sure, it's a place. It's also, it's place? also the wrong thing. No. Um, well. But whatever. It's, 
I'm just I'm just gonna leave it alone because it it frustrates the shit out of me. So having said that, what's new? I am so busy. I hate when people say that. I had I think the worst wedding ever on Ooh, Saturday. Do tell. So. It's funny because it was a really short one. It was two hours, very small, probably less than 20 people. Most of the family, like all of the family, but two people were just fantastic. And the couple was great. Um, even and they had three kids and they were very young and they did not want to cooperate, but they were fine. Like they didn't cause serious problems. They were just super snuggly at some points. But anyway... There was one woman who uh, must be a photographer or some sort of creative director or something because she kept telling me what to do. And she's delaying me taking photos because she's taking photos with her phone. Of course. And then she's saying, you should take a picture from here because the lighting is fantastic. And then I would go there and look and I'd be like, no, it's not. Um, and then at one point I was trying to take a photo against a staircase where the florist had done like a really nice job of Mm -hmm. like the railings and we're standing there setting up and she's like, I don't think you guys should be doing your photos there because it's just going to be against the gray staircase and like, it's going to look very dull. (laughs) How old is this woman? And I'm just like, I'm like. I've got it, thank you. Um, probably in her late thirties. Okay, so old enough to know better. Yeah. Um, and she just was miserable. So there's that one. And then there was another woman who was older and all of these people were a part of their family, so all of them at some point had to be in photos. Yeah. Well, this one woman brought her camera. And darn it, if she wasn't taking photos of everything. She stood in front of me at the ceremony, she wanted to take photos of the family while I was taking photos of the family. Um, to the point that she was supposed to be in photos, but in, rather than getting in the photo, she was like, well, I have to get a photo first. And she's standing back and taking a photo of the family group I'm trying to photograph. So at one point I was taking a photo of her family group, which she was in, and she's standing there with her camera, holding it up in the air above her head saying, can you take one with my camera, please? And I just ignored her and pretended that I didn't hear. Yeah, that's probably smart. So later she stood out in front of everyone and I was like, I think you're supposed to be in this photo. And she goes, well, I have to get a photo first. And I was like, I'll tell you what, I will give you a photo later. Right? (laughs) Oh man, was it just a pain in the tush. By the way, the guys are here to cut the lawn. So there will be. I love love lawnmower sounds. So, (laughs) you know, you know me, I can be a very passive aggressive dick to people oh like man, i would want to just yes. ask her hey do you mind do you mind me asking you like what are they paying you <laughs> oh my god that's a good one i want to use yeah, that don't do it I've, I've done that before i'm so gonna use that but the couple was so good and they kept saying they're like can you get in the photo please like we need you in the photo i'm going to purchase <laughs> like, a broken neither of them i'm gonna pr- purchase a broken slr uh and a broken lens <sighs> and um yes I'm going to wear it on my shoulder. And when somebody like that starts to piss me off, I'm going to take the camera and slam it against the ground and walk away. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's actually a funny idea. And Um, maybe next time, maybe I'll just like hand them my camera and be like, "Hey, can you get this?" Just say, "I I got to pee." Can can you just? (laughs) I got to pee. Or yeah, switch spots. Say, "Hey, since you're supposed to be in the photo, and I'm supposed to be taking cameras, I'll I'll get in the photo. You take the picture, okay?" No, it's. (laughs) But the family otherwise otherwise was good, and like the couple, they didn't roll their eyes or anything, but they gave me like the look, like they were like. You know when pe- when someone looks at you and you know exactly what they're mm-hmm. thinking and they're just like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> and the groom kept going, thank you for your patience. <laughs> but like uh, that was like the two worst people that I have ever seen at a wedding. So my advice is to be like diplomatic and awesome and not be a douchebag. Yeah. But oh, for <clears> sure, <throat> and they were totally manageable. This, this, but just they just happened to be the worst. This brings me to another point. Seen. Whenever people ask you yes. why do you charge so much money. Um, tell them this story. Oh, right? Say, man. well, here's the here's the thing. There's the, this. It's called hazard pay. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I keep having people say to me, like, I feel like when you say wedding, the price gets inflated, and I feel like we're gonna have to have an episode on this at some point because I keep having this conversation with people. Your wedding can be whatever you want it to be. If you don't want to spend two thousand dollars on linens, guess what? You don't have to spend two thousand dollars on linens. Um, but people keep saying like, yeah, I feel like you say wedding and then all of a sudden everyone jacks up their prices and I just want to be like, well, that's because it happens to be a hell of a lot more work Mm -hmm. for a wedding. Um, it's not like we're just jacking up our prices for the fun of it, but I'm just getting to the point now where if anyone says that to me, I just want to be like, so I don't think I'm the right photographer for you. Um, (laughs) I've had I've had this discussion with a couple of different people and I've had a customer call me once and say, hey, could you come out and take some family photos? <clears throat> I said, absolutely not a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my sister got married in B.C. They're here just for a tea ceremony, blah, 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 whatever. When is it? It's a Monday. Sure. How much will it be? I quoted. Perfect. Now, if she had called me and said, hey, my sister's having a wedding on a Monday how much is it going to be? It's going to be two hours. We just want family photos in the park. I would have quoted her the same price. Right? Yes. Now, had she called and said, hey, it's on a Saturday, it would be a different price because even if it was family portraits, it'd be a different price. Yes. Now, when I told her yep. the price, I, I only wanted $800 for a couple of hours on a Monday and deliver the photos, whatever. She was ecstatic. She's like, yeah, you're hired. No, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, so this was family photos. Um, I had uh, Laura helping me. I don't know if you remember her or not. Uh, I don't think I okay. remember. And Tamaya. Tamaya actually helped me with this. T- you mean Tamika? <clears throat> oh, she's going to send me an angry text now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we show up and uh, it's a wedding. <laughs> it's not a family. Yeah, it's a Chinese course. wedding, so they had a family, so they had a ceremony, at, and I was just like, "What? <laughs> Why didn't you tell was me?" Was it the wedding? tea ceremony? Was it the tea ceremony or the actual wedding ceremony? So the tea ceremony is technically the wedding ceremony. The wedding ceremony had yeah. already happened a long time ago in BC. Yeah, okay. So they were down here just for just for the tea ceremony with the parents and. They just wanted mm-hmm. some family photos. She just happened to be in a wedding dress. But it was yeah. the problem was when she called around earlier, 
people asked her a little bit more questions than I did. Or when she said mm-hmm. tea ceremony, they're like, well, tea ceremony is at a wedding. Whatever it was, mm-hmm. they all they were all quoting her thousands of dollars because they were quoting mm-hmm. them, her the wedding package prices. Um, whereas I, yep. I didn't. I quoted her family portrait prices and on a Monday, <laughs> you know. So that's mm-hmm. why we got hired. Anyway, she asked us to stay for two extra hours. Paid in cash on the spot for, for the, the two, two extra, extra hours. hours. She asked us to stay for two ad- additional hours later when we went to Bellarmere Winery. and to So you were there six hours? Then she asked us to stay another two hours <laughs> and God. fed us. And the amount of money that she paid us was pretty much a small Pro- wedding price anyways. Yeah, like what anyone else would have quoted her, probably. L- a little bit less, I bet. But uh, so. So what were you there for, like eight hours? Uh, six and a half ish. Yes, okay. almost seven. Because I was like, look, you don't need us here for. But but she just yeah. really legitimately enjoyed our company. Like she thought, mm-hmm. she just thought we were like pretty cool people. And she's like, stay, eat, drink, photograph. You know how much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I think you've told this story before. I probably did. I had a lot of fun. Like, I've heard. Like, they were some of the nicest photos from from that wedding, uh, from that family photo shoot. And you know what? It was kind of a shoot and burn situation. They just, they were, they're from BC. They didn't want to deal with me. They wanted to deal with a local guy there. No, they're like for printing and books and everything. So they just wanted digital files. So it was kind of a shoot and burn. We did a, we did a color density, uh, sharpness edit and gave him the files and Bob's your uncle. So, but it was just a lot of fun. And, and so the prices aren't inflated from my perspective, but they actually are, especially in our industry, because the minute you say wedding, people kind of go, oh, well, that's going to be thousands of dollars. You know, it's, you have to take into consideration that a wedding could be on a Monday or a Wednesday, um, that it could only be two hours and it could literally be you showing up to a park and taking family photos. So no creative shots, nothing. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of treat it like that, but people don't, people just hear the word wedding. So I'm, I'm 50, 50. What do you mean? Vendors, vendors hear the word wedding hear, or yeah, what do you vendors think? Vendors hear the word wedding and they do inflate their price. It's a fact. Um, like I've, I've just seen it firsthand because the only reason why I even got the booking on that Monday is because I quoted her the, the actual like human <laughs> portrait prices. Yeah. And what I'm saying is if you're not paying my prices, then I'm not working with you. And my prices are based on the amount of work that I'm doing well, for you. So my prices are not yours. Are. No, but but some people's are. So, well, I would imagine that those people are also doing that work. Like, they're not going to charge $2,000 for a shoot and burn two hours. You know what? I've held back long enough, and I have to say there are thousands of shitty photographers out there who should not be... Do shitty photographers charge $2,000 for two hours on a Monday? They will, because that's what the market bears. So, um, in my area, well, in our area, I guess, there are... I can name people, but I'm not going to, because it's not nice. But I can name people who shouldn't be in the industry, who should not be photographing weddings or anything, really. They, they just... Because they're shitty people or because they're not good photographers? The product they deliver is terrible. It's not... Well, that's... I do not understand how they sustain be, Because what happened was... for two hours. I'll give you a scenario. Uh, Ford, uh, Crown Victorias, the, the cop cars, the taxis, all that. They used to be assembled in St. Thomas. 
um, or just outside of St. Thomas, between London and St. Thomas, whatever. The factory closed like 10 years ago. In those 10 years, the number of photographers in the St. Thomas area <laughs> dramatically increased because what happened was there's a lot of employees who got a buyout who decided to go into photography. True story. This is people telling me to my face who actually are doing it. But also some people who took the buyout who maybe needed you know, a little bit of extra income, their wives, their spouses, their, their kids, whatever, went into photography as like a second job. And if you took the, the, the amount, the, the time and the effort to learn photography and you're like, okay, I lost my job. I'm going to do this as a business. That's fine. But it was the people who were like, you know what? I need a little bit of money on the side. I'm just going to start doing this. I'm going to go to Best Buy, buy a camera. Well, it doesn't even matter where you buy a camera. I'm going to go to like VizTech and buy a camera buy some lights, call Petro, ask for some advice, look at his prices, ask him for his price list, and I'm just going to undercut him by a hundred bucks. And this happens. It's happening. And what what's happening is, like, we made a lot of money fixing people's weddings and printing canvases for them. Um, like, I would actually get a phone call or an email with sample photos saying, is there anything we can, you guys can do for us? And I'd have people come into the studio, we'd sit down, look through their high-res photos. I'd say, yes, let me show you what I can do to fix it. We would fix the photos for them and then we would print them and they would pay us extra money. At the end, they would say, we should have just hired you, you know? Yeah, so, heard that right, before. Regardless, it, it does exist. And what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> do you even know? Like I told you about this and... Uh... I don't think you really knew anything about mm. it. I didn't know anything about it. What are we talking about? So we're going to talk about the Meg Bitten controversy. Mm -hmm. And maybe a lot of Canadian photographers don't know much about this. Maybe a lot of photographers <laughs> don't know much about this at all. Um, I didn't. <laughs> but I heard about this on another photography podcast, which I liked. And I was so frustrated by their conversation that I unsubscribed from mm -hmm. this podcast because I was that pissed off. So Meg Bitten is an American photographer and she's a child photographer and she's very good. She's not a child. No, she photographs oh, okay. children. <laughs> she's very good at it. Um, but apparently um, every once in a while she posts very controversial, in air quotes, um, photos. Like she'll do a very controversial, controversial photo series of children. There will be a big controversy. She'll delete all of the photos and then she'll start promoting um, some sort of workshop or actions preset mm -hmm. or something that she's She makes her money from uh, education and selling presets. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, cool, but this podcast went into detail about specific photos yep. that were in this series and they started describing these specific photos and I'm just listening and going, this doesn't sound so bad. And since then I have looked up a lot of the photos and frankly, none of them look bad to me, but I listened to everything they had to say. And when I really, really got frustrated was when they read on the show, the woman, like Meg Bitten's response to the controversy. Mm -hmm. And rather than just taking her at her word, they 
said, well, that can't be true. Mm. We all know that she's doing this to sell stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if she would just own up to the fact that she was doing this to sell stuff, then it would be a totally different situation. But she's lying. <sighs> okay, so where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the response or do you want to start with some of the photos? Oh, let's start with the photos. Let's paint a picture. Yeah. Uh, let's do a visual for okay. people. Okay, so most of these photos have been deleted, but there's screenshots in various places. Now, the first one that I sent you today is three girls facing the camera and a guy facing away from the camera. Mm -hmm. um, one of the girls has her arm wrapped around the guy's arm and all the girls are like in uh, booty shorts and um, belly shirts. Mm -hmm. And they're very young, um, probably between like eight and 13. Mm -hmm. And the guy's totally clothed and he's probably a young kid too, probably like. 13, 14. Okay, so are, you're looking yeah, at this I've, photo, right? Yeah, I've seen it. I've... And? <laughs> I like it. Like, <laughs> I like the photo. I think it's really, it's really well done. Um, it's like, there's nothing like super controversial about th this, is there? Like, it's not... Pe basically, people are looking at all of these photos and saying that Meg Bitten is sexualizing young women. She's she's so, she yeah, is they're, they're allowing in... the viewer to sexualize them by providing the content. For Thank it. you. So these girls are wearing more than they would at the beach for God's absolutely. sake. Nobody wears socks at the beach. Let's just quickly move on to another photo. Just, yeah. So we'll I, just describe a few of them and then and then get more into it. Does that, does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I have a lot to say about this. Yeah, I figured. So there's there's one of. A young girl in a car in the driver's seat, smoking a cigarette, apparently. Um, and she's wearing roller skates, bikini bottom, and a belly mm -hmm. shirt. There's a girl in, uh, like, tidy whities <laughs> And a shirt with a pot leaf on it. She looks very mm -hmm. young, honestly. And then, uh, uh, was that it that I sent you? I thought I sent you four. Oh, there's two girls in shorts and, like, bikini tops. And they're kissing. Or they're going to kiss. Yeah. Oh, and then there's another one I just found of two girls in shorts and like tube tops and they're hugging. Um, <laughs> oh, and here's one of a girl smoking a bong. Yeah, yeah, the bong is the one I'm looking at right now. Well, she's not actually, she's just holding it. Uh, turn off your, turn off your video. Turn off my video? Yeah, on Skype. Turn off your video. Right. <laughs> There you go. Okay, good. My internet's just getting a little bit touchy. Okay, so <laughs> I was like, I'm not naked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so all of these, I'm not reading any no, of the text no. on any of these websites because I'm just so frustrated about this whole thing. So all of these girls are wearing clothes that are sized to fit these girls. Yeah. All of them are wearing more clothes than they would at the beach. Mm -hmm. I feel like the worst possible thing in any of these photos is like the girl smoking the bong or the girl with the cigarette. But um, why is it the that worst? That is not because in her mouth. It, it, I, but it's, I, that doesn't bother right, me right, very right. much. Or the kid wearing the pot leaf shirt because I could see a lot of parents who like pot putting that on oh, their I think kid. It's hilarious. And I don't, and I don't um, like pot. Like I don't. 
smoke pot or do pot or whatever. I don't see anything wrong with these photos. I think if you put these photos up in a gallery, there would be absolutely no controversy. Like there would be some people who like, I just feel like all the controversy from this stems from people's expectations of children and of themselves. And I just feel like the people who don't like these photos, I don't want to say are repressed, but do you know what yes. I mean? What I'm trying to get more at? Than, like, more than, you know, yeah. <clears throat> so what it comes down to is the fact that internet uh, allows us to find a lot of different things a lot of cool things yet hi tank <laughs> i have no idea why he's barking maybe there's a delivery <laughs> here um, anyways <laughs> like i don't i do not none of these none of these poses none of them to me scream sexual at all even the girl with her arm wrapped around the boy's arm the one girl sticking her hip out guess what she's copying a pose that every 15 plus woman does mm -hmm. in selfies on the internet and guess what these kids are exposed to that and is there more that you want to say because at some point yeah. i want to get to her response and okay and so so when of, i read yeah. what people are posting it's it, what it comes down to is they see this they see young girls out at night and uh I'm going to call these outfits sexy, um, right? Yeah, sure. And they think, okay, well, it's a it's a young girl, 11 to 15 years old, whatever the age, exact age is. Um, when she's, she's dressed like uh, a professional out on the street, on the street corner. There's actually somebody who, who <laughs> goes and calls. She says, yeah, I can totally relate uh, an 11 year old girl wearing hooker, hooker boots. Well, I'm sorry, oh. but I... I'm willing to bet a dollar that the person who made those boots or the company that made those boots did not intend for them to be like hooker boots or market them for hookers. They're not hooker boots. Come They're on. Just boots. <laughs> and like, you know, you know, everyone watched, oh, what was it? Darn it. What's the movie with what's her face? Pretty where woman. She's a prostitute. Yeah. Pretty woman. Everyone watched pretty woman and saw those boots and went out and got those Probably. boots. And guess what? Uh, probably none of the women who went out and got those boots were prostitutes. Well, some might have been. Escorts. Gonna... Do you know how popular <laughs> knee-high boots are? Yes. <laughs> Everyone wears knee-high boots. Come knee on. Boots, boots. <laughs> like the vast majority of people who wear knee-high boots are not prostitutes. So that kind of ruins that yeah. whole image. <clears throat> what it comes down to is that the people who are looking at these are very ignorant of the fact that... Um, it's okay to photograph a young person, especially a young person who is, uh, whose job it may be to be photographed. You know, uh, if, if they're a model, the, this is what they do. They put on clothes, no matter what clo the clothing is. Um, of course, yeah, you, you, can, you can draw the line somewhere, uh, but these are not, this is not softcore porn. This is not hardcore porn. This is not pornography of any kind. It's not, not even close. It's it's literally people standing around now, um, like the the picture <gasps> of of the three girls and the guy. Um, like I get the controversy could come up from looking at it because, like I I get that you can paint a picture, but but you're letting your imagination run wild because I think that a photographer who is an educator 
doesn't go out of her way to paint a picture like that. She's going to use, you know, if you replace these girls with 18-year-olds, all of a sudden it would be okay, you know? And that's that's the issue. Oh, oh, just hold on. Let me describe something to you. So I just Googled mm -hmm. something. I'm looking at some more pictures. Okay. Here's what I'm seeing. I am seeing one, two, three, four, five, six girls, mm -hmm. probably between the ages of four and 12, wearing bikini tops. Um, their entire midsection is exposed and they're wearing short skirts. Sorry, short shorts. I'm seeing another one with one, two, three, four, five girls, probably again between the ages of like four and 10, with their midriffs exposed and they're all bent over each other. Mm -hmm. Way, to me, way more sexual than these photos. But guess what I'm looking at? Mm -hmm. I'm looking at promotional photos for dance moms. <laughs> and this was a TV yeah. show that was broadcast all over the world. Yeah. The complaints that people are making about these little girls in these photos is that how could you put that on the internet? Because there are predators on the internet and predators are going to be jerking off to these photos. Well, guess what? Dance Moms had a heck of a lot more reach than Meg Bitten's Facebook page. And these are younger girls and these are their parents putting them in this situation. Mm -hmm. And have you ever watched that mm -hmm. show? No, God, no. Their coach is yelling at them to be sexy. Right. There are photos in here of girls with their legs totally spread open. Little, little girls. Yeah. But it's okay if the parent's putting that kid in, like, in a dance routine. But well, that's the thing. When, when, when people are developing, uh, their parents uh, or, or their guardians are teaching them what's right and what's wrong. And it's up to you to use your brain to uh, make the decision that what you're looking at is either right or wrong. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. a lot of closeted... And I don't mean like sexual orientation closeted. I mean like closeted individuals locked away from the world. For sure. Um, they don't they don't fucking I, know. Yeah. They they look at it and they automatically assume, okay, that's it, sex, right? And then we all heard the term sex sells. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna blame Meg here for using sex to sell sell her stuff. Now, I'll I'll be the first person to admit that if I'm out looking for actions, I don't give a shit about the subject matter. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the actions to see if they look good on the photos before, after kind of stuff. So the fact that they're young girls or pregnant women with their breasts showing, and like I'm talking about, you can see the nipple, you can see everything that isn't something that I'm going to look at and go, oh my God, I have to buy these actions because I, I'm super turned on now and I must be a pedophile because I'm turned on by 11 year old girls. Like nobody yeah. in the right mind is sitting there and thinking about that okay so well maybe someone is but not in the right mind you. sorry what i'm no <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> because you you're so ignorant if you're sitting there and you look at her photos and you say yes she's using sex to sell stuff like she what i'm getting from this is that there may have been a small ingredient um in her plan to get the traction and that's why we post shit on the internet you don't just put stuff on the internet to catalog it and to back it up and use it as an archive you you put it on to share it so her taking a photo of a girl with a bong 
may have a deeper meaning to it. And it probably does. It probably sends a message. It probably sends a message about how accessible drugs are to young people. Oh, do you want to get into that conversation now? Like, do you want me to read? Do you want me to read her response? So you're more than welcome to. Because <laughs> um, this is what really pissed me off. <laughs> um, and I stopped listening to that episode and I unsubscribed from that podcast. So anyway, so this is on Meg Bitten's Facebook page. Many of you have been in contact with me about a recent photo series I created. I don't speak often about what my images mean to me or my intentions behind my images. I tend to share an image with a short caption and no context. And when people get upset about what they see in certain very personal images, I feel unheard. And my instinct is almost always to respond with a variation of fuck mm -hmm. you, which makes me feel better in the short term. But a fuck you does not give any more context. And it's not really what I want to say, but it's easier than trying to put this into words. For those of you who want the context, here is what some of my most personal images mean to me. Since I discovered photography, it gave me a way to tell a story I don't know how to put into words. And over my career, I keep coming back to telling variations of the same story. A story of the, of the 1970s in New York City of my own childhood. In my mind and in my intent, the images are not depictions of 2018 or the decade at all. In the 70s, this is how I looked. This is how many of us looked. My intent was not to offend. I've not said that clearly in public, but my images, especially the ones I created on the streets of New York, come from my own story of my own childhood, one that I've only spoken of through photos. Mm -hmm. We all see the world through our own eyes and life experiences because so many people found my images offensive, which was never the goal. I am removing some of them. I do stand by what I created in its intent. Perhaps I failed to give context and some people need more. The photos in this post come from a Facebook group I treasured called Dirty New York. I long for those days. Maybe things would be different if it had been different, but they weren't. These are the images of my childhood and these are the stories I have been coming to terms with sharing. So... Basically, in that podcast, they went on to say that she's lying. But how the that's fuck not why do they she know? Took the photos and that's and that's not why she took the photos down. Yeah, thank you. How the fuck do they know? But on top of that, she's an artist, uh -huh. right? If any photographer wants to say that they're not an artist, artist, <laughs> I just that, I want to bark. But anyway, so we we I fight, and I have to I have to interrupt you because this is ah. bugging the shit out of me. We fight, yes. and we. Like, and I, I, I truly mean like struggle to be recognized as artists and to be recognized as people who have the creative freedom to show and, and talk about what we want. And then three little see you next Tuesdays, sit down and talk to each other <laughs> and decide for all of us what the hell the, the individual is doing. First of all, yeah. you're not a critic. You, nobody gave you that job. Nobody asked you to, to do it. And nobody gave you the authority to make that decision for everybody. And this is why I'm upset. I'm not upset that you have an opinion. You can have your own opinion. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me. But I'm upset because you have hundreds of thousands. Well, maybe not that many. You have thousands of subscribers who are listening yeah. to your podcast who are influenced by you. Like, nobody mm -hmm. gave us the authority to influence people. We just took it. You and I... I think we're changing lives by giving at least a nugget of information or, or at least a different perspective, a different outlook on not just photography, but business and life in general. Mm 
so these three people, uh, I'm assuming it's three people. Am I correct? Am I correct? Am, am I thinking yeah. about the right podcast? I sent you yeah. the episode, right? Yeah. So these three people, they, <laughs> yeah. they decided for all of their listeners. And maybe somebody is as bright as you are, Sophia, who said, don't tell me what to do. You're wrong. <laughs> maybe. It's not likely, though, because... I'd say 93% of their followers, 93 to 96, this is this is not a figure I'm pulling out of the sky. It's, I bet I'm pretty freaking close to the actual number. But this huge majority of the people who listen to her episode, their episode, are now on board with them thinking, ew, Meg is so gross. How dare she do this? <clears throat> I may have met... <laughs> I love the voice. Oh my God. That's like the perfect like nerd voice <laughs> <laughs> i may have mentioned meg in the past uh, i may not have i actually consider meg to be one of the best retouchers in the industry um yeah. i always uh i've whenever i would teach uh uh a portrait class in a college environment or outside of a college environment i always brought her up and i said if you actually want to go further into because there's only so much i could teach in my class the rest, you kind of have to develop your own skill. But I said, if you really want to dive in further, you should follow through with her lessons, with her classes, etc. And hopefully some people have. Uh, long story short, I love her. I think Meg is amazing. So I really do. So the fact that she's taking the time to go out and photograph this stuff and share it, right? Maybe share, share a message. Maybe share... Um, a, a, a nugget of her past because what she said is this is what i looked like in the 70s google some <laughs> 70s images of kids playing um well i'm sorry i yeah i want to yeah get it so out. regardless i i have a huge problem with with people taken to the public forum to shame somebody like that and to and to just say yes. that she's lying if she is lying yep. she may be lying i don't know and i don't care if she is lying what does she have? There's still nothing wrong what with the photos. What does she have to gain from it? I know. Like, it, it, people already know her. She's already a household brand, you know? Like, I don't, she's, it's not like she's just starting out and she's taking advantage of it. She, she doesn't really need to lie to have sales. She's already there, you yeah. know? So you have to kind of question that a little bit, but nah. moving on. <laughs> okay. So I have so much I want to say, and I feel like I'm just going to like get so distracted. Um, first of all, people are responding to this from their own perspective and their own experience. And to say that this is totally inappropriate and not a reality is to ignore the fact that even in 2018, this is probably a reality for a lot mm -hmm. of children. This think of it as exposing what might actually be happening right now. There are little girls on the street in underpants and cut off tops. And that's how they spend their days. Hate to inform all of you of that. But if you want to ignore that reality, <sighs> then continue living in a, in a hole. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, the other thing is, if you're looking, I, I am not sexualizing these girls when I look at these photos. I have a daughter. I have a if, young daughter. Uh, right? And I have another if, one if, on the way. If, so two yep. I'm going to have two girls. I'm going to be a parent uh, of teen. I, I am a parent of two girls, but I'm going to be a parent, parent of, you know, pre adolescent teenage girls at one point. 
and yeah, it's going to run through my head. Um, you know, what, what's going on? What are they doing? Uh, is somebody objectifying them? Like, it's always going to be in the back of my mind. Um, I will tell you right now that if these were my daughters, I'd have absolutely no problem of them, um, wearing these clothes, posing for photographs to tell a story to, you know, at some point you have to think like, what is the, what is the person doing? Like they're, they're not getting naked and having an orgy with this boy. Like this isn't what's happening here. It's not going to happen. It's, you know, but I think that the fear of something happening is what makes people jump and, and scream, you know, foul. Well, this is people's imagination running away on them. They're looking at these images and saying, well, clearly this is going to these poor people who are way too young going and having sex or right. these, these three girls are prostitutes on the streets of New York or something like that. But this is a photo mm-hmm. shoot. You're smart people. This is a photo shoot. Um, there are many people here. <laughs> They're lighting this setting. All of the parents are there and all the parents have sent uh, signed model release forms for mm-hmm. these kids. And is, is, am I wrong to say that uh, one of those girls is transgen- transgender or is it? I don't think that's in no. this. I don't think that's in this series but there is she did do a photo of that which also (laughs) was controversial apparently um but anyway so i feel like perhaps if you look at this photo and your mind runs away on you and you have like such a negative reaction to seeing a photo like this or like these i feel like there's some emotional stuff going on there that you need to explore um well, why you're so, feeling so negatively about it and why you're lashing out. Yeah. So the person else. wrote the, what I read, what I read, the person wrote, this is not art. It's an adult forcing children to pose in sexually provocative pictures right. that she is okay, profiting so- off of and sharing on a public platform with 300,000 followers. If Meg was a man, she would immediately be labeled as some sort of child molesting right, deviant. Yes. But because she claims to be an artist, she gets away with it. And Facebook allows her to keep images up like this. Uh, John Coltrane made art. This is disgusting, untalented garbage. And th- I just want to like, re- read the last part. Yeah, this is, of course, she claimed oh. that she was merely depicting kids going through normal stages of life while being woke uh, because they're junior lezzies. Um, and then she goes on to say, um, but let's assume for a minute that she was actually trying to depict a normal 11-year-old's life. First of all, it's still inappropriate. 11-year-old girls have often had their periods, but it doesn't mean we have to see them figuring out how to use a tampon. Wow, that's like, get out of your hole. That's that's it, right? So the, the person is very sheltered and needs to... The, yeah, this person wants all, like, everything to be hidden away. Sexuality should not be out in public. We're, we're struggling with something else in, in, our, in, our, in our home, uh, you and I, Sophia, so to speak, because... The interior government is changing the way the sexual education is uh, delivered yeah, at, in, sure. in, at a school level. And yeah, what are we going back to like 1980? Before even that, I think. So <laughs> the, the biggest issue with that is when, when you tell kids nothing, um, that you're going to have teenage pregnancies, you're going to mm-hmm. all of that bullshit. Anyways, um, so the last the last thing she wrote was secondly, the fuck part of a normal teenage childhood is this 
so people are missing the point. So when they say they're, they're depicting a normal teenage life, uh, when she's depicting just a normal teenage, teenage life, I think they're thinking like, okay, when I was 11 years old, I didn't do this. Well, you yeah. weren't a model. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of 11 year olds do. And a lot of 11 year olds who are not models do this. I know people when I was in high school who were smoking pot from a bong. Like this isn't unusual behavior. You need to look at different parts of the world and different parts of your country because there is a lot of variety going on there. Right. And I hate to say it, but there are child prostitutes. It is a reality in America. You can't just ignore it and think it'll go away. I feel like these people should all be looking at these photos and then going out for adv- and advocating for children, not screaming at a photographer. Well, if you look at a photograph of a kid from the 70s, um, you'll see them wearing those, those socks and those shorts, 100%. Like, just 100% you'll see children wearing those exact socks and those exact shorts um it's just the way it is whether it's boys or girls there was something weird about those jogging shorts that everybody (laughs) in the 70s wore uh boys wore tank tops back then too um if today a boy would wear a tank top uh they they would be called wife beaters all right it's ignorant idiots who decide to basically tell all of us how to think and what to think. It wasn't uncommon for dudes, grown-ass dudes, to have a beard, wear those tiny, super tight shorts, and a crop top. Like, legit, it was not a weird thing. Today, if you do that, you're going to be called a homo, you're going to be called a fag, you're going to be called whatever. Because all of a sudden, that's not acceptable. But yet, it could have been the most manliest man wearing that kind of stuff in the 70s. We evolve as a society, but we also kind of uh, evolve the wrong way sometimes. If you go to Venice Mm -hmm. Beach um, and you go on the boardwalk, you will see uh, women riding a bicycle wearing very skimpy bikinis and like in thongs on the bicycle, basically, or uh, roller skating, rollerblading, inline skating, whatever, in the most skimpiest outfits ever. Women can go out topless. For in God's Ontario, sake. for sure, women can go out topless. Yeah, I don't know about all the other provinces or what the legislation is like all over other world. Um, I'm just gonna put this out there. Not that I ever go naked in public or would, because I'm just uncomfortable with that stuff. But I feel like. Um, it's a naked body. Everyone has one. Well, that's the problem is we make, Get we make the na- naked body a taboo, right? Uh, Which is outrageous. This is why there is so much sexual trauma in the world yeah. because people do not feel comfortable with their own naked bodies. Well, the, the biggest problem too is that if we make it taboo, it's more likely that people with uh, an abnormal development and mental his- history of mental illness are likely to break the law and commit sexual offenses, like something mm-hmm. minor like groping to full-fledged rape, and who knows. Because we objectify and we make these things taboo. Um, I saw a pregnant woman in the mall with her boob right out uh, feeding a kid and um i didn't think that it was anything weird you know i never have because in ukraine that's normal life nobody covers their their tits there at all they just 
I'm feeding my kid. It's like a Or bottle. if you ever see any photos of like um but African tribes oh and like there's women with their babies and they are just not wearing a shirt. No. There's just boobs out. I Yeah, I mean if I yeah, I'm not going to go in there but like getting away from breastfeeding mm-hmm. because if there's a woman breastfeeding in front of you and you don't like it, uh turn around. But this is what I'm getting at. The, the, the people who saw her, the, the person walking by, shook his head and looked back as he walked by her. And he was so disgusted. Right. And I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> he, he are you it. fucking kidding me? You're probably... He liked he, it. He, of course he loved it. Um, <laughs> That's his problem. Yeah. He liked it and he didn't like that he liked it. He didn't it. <laughs> like that he wasn't the one feeding on it. So... Um, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, anyway, just Just like, let me finish quickly. Yes. Well, you never finish. That's your problem. More often than not, <laughs> I see when I see women breastfeeding, they're actually covering themselves, and yes. that to me it, because they don't want to show. Well, their that's boobs. fine, but that to me is disgusting because that to me, I think, I realize that we're in the world where people look at that and think it's wrong. It's disgusting because they shouldn't feel that way, correct? Because people that's make what I'm talking like about. It's out. disgusting yeah. that they feel like they have to cover themselves. Um, and it, it's a, it's a real shame. And, and that this, this whole problem stems from the fact that there are still people in the world who will vote for somebody like Donald Trump. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and that, that's what it comes <laughs> down to. If you're just an uneducated idiot, uh, who can't make their own decision, but goes based on what, you know, the society dictates is right or wrong. This is, this is going to be your stand on it too. And it's a, it's a uh. really bad thing. It's a huge shame. I just, these, these, and I really hate the responses to the girls cuddling and the girls kissing. That just makes me want to like throw a fit. Not that I'm not already but doing that. But the girls that, aren't kissing. They're, the, they're no, looking I know, at they're each other. They're kissing. just really. They're totally, they're totally going to make out. Good for them. Go for it. Do it. <laughs> how, let, let me ask you, wh- how young were you when you kissed somebody? Well, girl, boy, I don't care. Oh, like five. Okay. Did you get married? No. no. I also <laughs> did not make babies. Yeah. Just for the record, <laughs> I did not make babies. Um I just I do not see any of the poses here as sexual in the slightest. Let's let's kind of say something else. Um I dance moms for God's <laughs> yeah. sake. Okay, hold mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. These parents and these kids wanted to do this photo series. They agreed. They signed paperwork. And one of the moms has posted defending these photo series for reasons that we will not necessarily get into in this episode. And dance moms is okay. Like the parents literally disagree with the coach on the show about what their kids are wearing. Those kids are on that show bawling their eyes out. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone's fine with that. Parents choose what their kids wear on a daily basis. Parents buy bikinis for their kids without their kids getting to choose. And that's okay. (laughs) But kids deciding that they wanted to participate in this photo series with the permission and the support of their parents is not. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) I'm so mad. 
Hey, do you know uh, women's beach volleyball? What do the, what do they wear? What's their? Oh, I'm just curious. Do you know what it is? Don't get me don't don't get me started on um on a uh, like jerseys and outfits for sports women versus men because that stuff's stupid. Well, but do you know what women wear? Very little. Yeah, very little. They're practically sports bra and bikini. Bottoms. Yeah, very tiny sports bras, very tiny bikini bottoms, and that shit rides up their butt. And it just looks like, you know. Well, look at the Serena Williams stuff. Like, she wanted to wear a full body suit, like a compression okay. suit. And they said, no, she had to wear less than that. <laughs> she had to wear like a skirt and a, like, I don't even know what it is. Some but sort of but I'm, going like, the, I'm going the other way. Okay. Have you ever seen men's beach volleyball? Uh, do they wear like Speedo bottoms? Right. They don't. But why not? What if they wanted to? If the if men wore speedo bottoms and no tops, well, that's a good dude. point. If you feel like all of the stuff that we support watching all of these sports is not contributing to stuff like this, because okay, watch the Olympics. Men will wear full body yeah. suits for everything, including swimming, and women have to wear a sports bra and bikini bottoms. If you watch the sprinters at yeah. the Olympics, men will be wearing a lot. And women are wearing very yeah. little. Why Why can't a man wear a sports bra if you have to have a top? No, why can't <laughs> Why can't a woman wear more? <laughs> you know, this is this is. Oh, I'm going God. the opposite way. So if you ever if you ever see men's uh, beach volleyball, um, they wear uh, shorts like, like. I don't know. I honestly can't. Think well, of it go right Google now. it. Knee, they they wear knee length shorts and they wear tank tops, um, or. Yeah, I, I I don't think I've ever seen sleeves on. Uh, oh yeah, they wear shirts. They wear shirts. That's actually surprising. Yeah, like in in. Yep, long shorts and a right? shirt. What? Now, hold I, on. I'm, hold on. I'm offended. <laughs> but but hold on, this is not where I'm going with this. What kind of controversy do you think we would have if a man wore a crop top and speedo, kind of like briefs, like just really tight no one banana hand? No one would. Say Are you that. fucking kidding me? They'd be disgusted. They'd be like, oh, gross. No, what are they thinking? That's disgusting. No one would say anything. Put your balls away. They'd, they'd go this the other stupid. way. This is stupid. I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures now for women's beach volleyball. And like, yeah, they're right up their butts. Now, there are, some, there are some professional women's beach volleyball uh, players that are actually wear. They're not quite pants. They're kind of like three quarter lengths. Uh, I don't see any of that here. <laughs> keep googling it. There's I don't remember her name, but um, I, I honestly like beach vo beach volleyball. Any volleyball, I liked it for a long time before that. Blah blah blah. I so, I don't know how people play beach volleyball. I feel like I would not get off the ground if I jumped. I would just sink <laughs> further into the sand. I don't know how it's people freaking, do it. <laughs> it's so intense, like that. How do you jump on sand? Like, come on. You have to <laughs> anyway. be good. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> I've watched a couple of games where um, the the bottoms have pretty much almost came off the body. Like, you can see the pubic area. Like, it's it, literally, it was just like, wow, you're going to have to pull your pants up. And they, they keep playing, they keep playing. And then when, they, when it's point, they pull their pants up. You know what I mean? But regardless, what I'm talking about here is that a lot of these uh, people um, are... I just found another dance mom's <laughs> picture. 
a lot of these people are just ignored because they're playing a sport. That's it. Who cares? Oh, so in this picture, there's seven girls. Mm -hmm. The one girl has her hand up to her lips to say, shh. Yeah, she's. That's that's worse to me, again, than any of these photos. Okay, anyway, the point is, this stuff is art. You are in no position to be judging someone else's experience. Maybe this woman experienced sexual trauma as a child, and she is exploring that via photos. She should be allowed to do that. Stop judging her. And also, shut up. (laughs) This is a reality in your world. Deal with it. (laughs) From a big boy perspective. um, Stop sticking your head in the sand and thinking that this stuff isn't a reality for a lot of people. Yeah, that's that's a fact. That's really it. Um, I can't think of another a better way to put it. Um, but okay. I did want to just say something at the very end. Um, somebody who was in the fashion photography industry for a little bit, I photographed... Majority of the people I photographed were actually probably that age, like 11 or so yep. because I uh, worked with a modeling agency and it was great to have um, amazing photo shoots where we were either given a concept or we were doing a lookbook or we were working for a client that was rare and a few in between. I mean, those jobs, they, they just didn't come as often as I would have liked the rest of the time. Um, the modeling agencies I was working with had me photograph some of the young people that would come through um, that they were going to develop. And um, we did a lot of testing. So a lot of this testing was done with 11, 10, 12, 14, 17 year old girls. And when you're photographing them, when somebody takes the time to do hair and makeup and, you know, they, the majority of them were just photographed in jeans and a white tank top, so to speak. But I wasn't the one directing. When the, when the photography director um, was posing them, doing this, doing that, they weren't posing them with like little toy trains and, you know, little uh, toy kitchens. They were posing them like they would pose an adult model. Nothing was sexual. Nothing at all. You know, it was, it's just a human body and we're putting it into poses that is complimentary. That's all you have to think about, right? There's no look, there's no squint, there's no wink. It's literally a person photographing an individual to show who this individual is or to show the scene. Now, I I have to tell you right now that anytime I told one of one of my friends who didn't know, who, who never seen the photos that I photograph for a modeling agency, the first thing they would be like, the saying is, oh, I'll come and be your assistant. I'll hold a reflector. And it's like, why? (laughs) What do you think I'm photographing? Do you think I'm on a porn set? Like, why would you want to come and hold a reflector? Because I'm doing a photo shoot, you know? And it's because you say modeling agency or something like that, you know? So the, the same frame, the same train of thought, the same frame of reference to uh, photographer, hair, makeup, young models, young kids, we automatically assume there's an element of sexuality there that isn't actually there, you know? And it's wrong. You're right. Get the, get your head out of the sand. Uh, use your own brain. 
stand back and think for a little while. If And if the photograph still offends you, ask yourself, why is this offending me? Yep. Yep. That is an important question to ask yourself that people do not no. ask. So. Why are you so offended by it? <sighs> and then after that, mind your own business. Right? <laughs> well, it's not your job to um, go out and... Okay, I... Well, like, none of these girls are being abused at these photo mm -hmm. shoots. So, yeah, I get that this could be a thing somewhere. Yeah. So why, are, why don't you get inspired by this photo shoot and go and advocate for those kids? Don't rip on this photographer. Like, your frustration is misplaced. Right. You shouldn't be ripping on this photographer if you have a problem with it. You should be going out and advocating for kids who are being abused. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> uh, Are you? Did you text me a butt? I did, and I'm also texting you something that says, um, "If men had to wear women's Olympic uniforms, <clears throat> it's a uh, it's a funny or die post. You love it, but I think we've beat this to death." Um, <laughs> <laughs> The one guy on the left just doesn't look no, too bad, actually. I actually had to think, is it a guy or... Yeah, he's got quite a nice body. Right? Uh, he's got some good quads, too. That's right. So the guy on the right it's is a disaster. He should get out of that really fast. It's fine. Don't judge him. He's doing what he loves. Um, <clears throat> I'll send you the link. Uh, maybe we'll share it in our show notes or something. But it's literally if men had to wear. Um, oh, my God. Those are the photos we'll post. <laughs> those those are the photos we'll post instead of the, <laughs> the Meg Bitten ones. So Meg Bitten took down all of the photos that we're talking mm -hmm. about. Unfortunately, I think she should put them yeah. back up. Um, but it's all like screenshots and everything right. now all over the internet. So you can go and look them up. I don't think I'm going to post them because I'd just be stealing other people's screenshots. <laughs> I think I that's encourage okay. encourage you to go look. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I at least encourage you to go look in Google. Right. Um, on the closing note, uh, Meg, if somehow you get a hold of this and you listen to this, um, we love you as a photographer, as an artist. Put the photos back up. Put the photos back up. Back up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stand up for what you believe in. You're not breaking any laws. You're you're not breaking any moral laws My either. God. Um, I mean, don't. I just I just hate that a few close-minded individuals are dictating our freedom to express ourselves. And right. if you if you feel like being on our podcast and you want to make an arrangement so you can be heard as well through our channel, the door is always open, so to speak. And that's uh, that's all I have to say. Yeah, no one message me about this because I'm just going to roll my eyes and like be annoyed with you. If you're disagreeing with me, I'll be like... <laughs> Remember there was a service where you could send somebody like um, for 10 bucks or something, you could send somebody like uh, a big bag of glitter? <laughs> <laughs> that's mean. If you, if you um, write to me or to us about this, you're going to get a big giant bag of glitter. So when you open it, it's just going to explode all over your house. So. Yeah. Again, if you want to yell at us about this, I don't care. Uh, please, <laughs> please go out, find a charity that advocates for abused children and join it. Yeah. Don't send us angry for every messages. angry word you're gonna you're going to write or like 
<laughs> type. No, no, we're not making no, a donation. No, we're not making behalf. a donation. They're, they're going to have to make a donations for themselves and for us. There you go. Type it out. <laughs> Actually, if how about this? If you if you want to send us angry messages about this for every word that you write, include a dollar. Send that to and us, and then match, and, and then match that, that dollar material. with another dollar from us on our behalf. But yes, you pay. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, you can send us the angry message, but also send us that money. We'll match it and send it to there you. There <laughs> <clears throat> Love it. So I agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Peace. You've been listening to Double Exposure Show. Thanks to Benjamin Edward for our aardvark, Ben Sound for our theme music, and thank you for sharing this episode with a friend. Don't forget to join us in the Double Exposure Show group on Facebook. And if you like what you've heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Until next time. Get to work. Thank you.